The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the Detroit Lions podcast quick takes show. It's a quick look at this week's Detroit Lions news. And now your hosts, Chris and Jeff, the Riz Rizden. God, that's such a great open. Hey, Heidi Ho Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast, episode 191. This is Quick Takes. It's me, uh, Chris, your dashing host. And with me is my good friend and co-host, Jeff the Riz Risden. How are you doing, my man? Great to be with you for another Friday of Quick Takes. Oh. We're going to have some fun today, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. This is a good one. We got a lot of good stuff planned. Uh, some important stuff, too. Uh, pressing stuff from just last night that people have been talking about, and I think we can help set straight a little bit. And I want to talk about um, the, pl- the game against Arizona, a little bit of uh, the Cooter running scheme, and a little Ooh. bit about the Bills look ahead. So, got a lot coming up. It's a great show. Riz, you ready to go, man? Let's do it. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right, let's hit these quick takes. First off, got to tell you, this show is brought to our brought to you by our friends at Fanatics. Don't go to Fanatics. Don't go. They like you and all that, and they're a great place, and they have all kinds of great stuff. But you have to go there via DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Get your jerseys, all your great stuff, gifts. You still have time. They have a great sale going right now, going on right now. Get your gifts for everyone, including me, including Riz from DetroitLionsPodcast.com by clicking on the Fanatics link. All kinds of sports gear. Great place to go. Riz, did you buy all your sporting gear for all your gifts there this year? I, I can I can say that I did, but I can't say it very loud because my son will hear what I got him for Christmas and I don't want him to know that. <laughs> oh gosh. Yep, you can't ruin the can't ruin no. the illusion. Nope. <laughs> all right, good stuff. So thank you, Fanatics. Remember DetroitLionsPodcast.com, click on the link there and uh Hit the Fanatics link and get your stuff. So let's move forward. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, this game last night. It was crazy. Oh, man. It was, it, was, it, was, it was fun to watch. It was a very entertaining game. Mm-hmm. We saw a, a last-second comeback, and we saw, a te- we saw a team go for the win, which I liked. Yeah, I admired yeah, that. I, I was happy. The first one, like we saw, who who tried? Ohio State tried it, right? Was it Ohio? No, no. Who played them? Uh, Maryland. Maryland tried it against Maryland. Ohio State. Maryland tried it. Didn't work so well. The Titans tried it earlier yep. this year as well. Didn't go so well. They actually did that. They did that against the Chargers. Believe it. I remember that now. That was in London. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and the, they ran almost the same play too, and it found up in, incomplete on the other side of the field. But this one, this one worked. Yeah, it did. And uh, the Chargers are. Uh, Chargers are tied for first place. I guess uh, Kansas City still has the tiebreaker, but you can't go wrong if you think that the Chargers are the best team in the AFC either. And they proved it last night. It was a great game. How can they have the tiebreaker when they played each other? Well, they've split, 
but Den, uh, Kansas City has not lost to any other AFC West teams, and uh, the Chargers did lose to Denver. Yeah, so. the, the Chargers Twitter was crazy with it. even. I mean, they were like, "We beat, we beat the Chiefs!" Was, like they were surprised as everybody else, right? <laughs> their Twitter is top notch. Yeah, very. If, if you're going to follow a team's, theirs is a good one. They are not afraid to poke fun at their enemy. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, that's kind of fun. So one of the things that kind of marred the game, though, was the officiating. It was it was it was kind of messy, oh. man. It was very oh. much the flow of the game seemed to be kind of wrecked. That one drive had like four penalties in a row. There was I was just it, it's frustrating to watch all that. And I know some people have commented about it, too, about how it just disrupts from the flow of the game. And you're you don't get as much pleasure watching it. Yeah, you know you, you want to see uninterrupted action when you're watching something um, for pleasure. Um, doesn't, doesn't matter what you're watching for pleasure. You want it uninterrupted. You want it you know continuous. And, Quite as interrupted. And and you're not for getting that when there's a yellow flag thrown all the time. Right. It was it was that that one drive where they called the defensive holding and they called there was an offsides. There was somebody who lined up in the neutral zone. I think it was. I, I can't. I couldn't even keep track. It was. You know. It was. We got a tweet today with um, it was a, it's a really really good question about that and it's 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 well worded it's well thought out and I was thinking about it I, I was like you know what why don't we why don't we just see if we can put Dean on the spot you want to call Blaine Dina we, we might as well he he would know he would be able to answer these things better than we can why why are they so insistent on making themselves seeming like they're in the spotlight the guys uh, the officiating crew yep well okay I found it, it. it was. It was, it was are you getting Dean? Yeah, I'm gonna Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> no way. What the hell? Let's give it a shot. See if he wants to wants to talk to us. <laughs> All right. I hope he picks up. Yeah. Let's see. Dean. Hey, how you doing, man? It's Chris. Is your phone okay, Dean? Yeah. Hold on. Let me just trying to get my ear, my ear. <laughs> see what happens. We just call him out of the blue. <laughs> That is Dean. Dean. It's, it's Chris and Jeff Risden. We're calling you on the Detroit Lions podcast. I want to talk to you a little bit if you had a second. Didn't want, yeah, to, yeah. didn't want to interrupt you in the middle of something important. You weren't. No, I've just, I got to go get my Lions gear on though. Hold on. Okay. okay. That's cool. <laughs> Grab a Verner's brother. Normally, normally you guys give me a heads up and I'm ready. I'm, I'm scrambling. <laughs> At least you didn't pick up. We didn't hear the, ah, it's those idiots in the Lions again. right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey man. We want to talk about, I mean, we're interrupting you, but it felt a little bit like our officials yesterday were interrupting the game a lot on the Thursday night game. Wanted to get some of your, your thoughts on that, if you don't mind sharing with us here. Um, yeah. We have a yeah. specific question, actually. And I don't, I don't normally read something this long, but it's, it's well, well worded, well thought out. And I thought I'd share it with you and let you just kind of go, go at it. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Uh, hi, guys. Proud, proud Lions fan, if there's any other kind, right? Um, hoping you could talk me out of my NFL slump. It was a great game last night. Tremendous play by all players, but I'm concerned. The game ended featuring not the talents of the players, but the inconsistency and shoddy performance of the officiating crew. Uh, the NFL has created an environment where too much of the game's fate's left in the hands of the refs. And uh, the, the conversation is shifting away from great gameplay to the people who are administering play. I'm beginning to grow tired of this, and last night after seeing all the weak flags, I actually found myself thinking that I might be done watching football. Um, his question is, from after all that, how can the NFL write the ship? Um, pretty good question. You got anything for us on this, man? I hate to put you on the spot. So, um, you know, officiating, it's, look, officiating has never been, it's not like, 
people watch a game and go, oh, man, the officials were amazing in that game. I do it all the time, Dean. You do it all the time. I know you do, but you're more more of a sophisticated football fan. It's never been said about me, but thank you. When it comes comes to officiating. Me and Spicky sophisticated have never been using the same sentence, so I appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, it was a stretch for me to even say, but it's fine. (laughs) The, you know, it's, I think that the, the, what people think are the best officiated games are the games where you don't even know the officials are there, right? So, so exactly. if the officials, in theory, right, if they just let them play, and and the players could could you know police themselves and and not foul, then yeah, everybody would be happy, and there'd be two flags a game. And uh, but look, in it, really, who decides how many fouls there are in a game? You know, in officiating, we like to think that the two teams do, but right. sometimes there are games where, you know, a crew may be calling it um, more, you know, more Tighter. tight, or or they might be letting things go. And I think where people where people struggle, and I struggle with this. I struggled with this when I was in the officiating department, and now when you watch a game, and it seems like from one drive to the next, they're almost their philosophy changes where they're calling, you know, the game last night, there were, yeah. it, it looked like during the one drive, the, 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 uh, the one um, charges drive, there were several defensive holdings called and it looked like they were calling that very tight and then letting it go on the other end, coming back the other way. So that's, I think where you get into the consistency question. I think that's what everyone wants. Just more consistency. Sure. Sure. Now yeah. let me, let me ask you really quick about the, the helmet to helmet on Phil rivers. There's no question that yeah. should have been, yeah, how how is that continually getting missed? We see, you know, it's it's such an emphasis, yeah. and then they, they will throw it when it doesn't seem to apply, and they won't throw it when it's obvious right in front of them. That's that's very frustrating for all of us watching. I'm sure it's frustrating for you watching it too. No question. I think that the helmet rule, look, and I, and I I've been on record saying it's a it's when it comes to player safety, and we're trying to get the the head out of the game when it comes to initiating contact. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, but I I, I just didn't. I didn't think that the way it was implemented, it seemed like a last minute change. Um, usually there's an off season where you're looking at video, your, your competition committee has a chance to go through it, think through unintended consequences. And this happened at the league meeting. It felt like it was more pushed through and everybody was playing catch up. The preseason, we saw a ton of flags. And then, and then everyone was up in arms, well, we can't have this many flags, and then they pulled back on it. And it just seems like they can't find the right balance. And I, and I agree. There were, you, know, you go back to the, the, the hit on Kamara a couple of weeks ago. You yeah. know, that was a clear-cut mm-hmm. foul, no yeah. flag. The one last night, and then maybe some of these others where you say, well, that's not, that's not quite what I think we're looking for. And again, it just comes to education, education for the officials, the players, the coaches, and, and, and everyone else to know – if this is a foul. This is what's going to get called. Uh, but again, when you have you know seventeen different crews and different officials on every crew, that 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 subjectivity is going to uh, always be an issue. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything? And, and I don't know that the answer is in any way yes here. But is there anything that fans of football can do? Is it or is it is it something we just have to accept and and hope that the officiating kind of the rule book and the officials and the leadership kind of evolve into something that that works here? Because as great as that game was, I think uh, he nailed it when he said it was just really hard to watch the product. It, it lacked the excitement that that you really want out of a game and what the game could have had. Yeah, and I, and I think there, there are going to be games like that. I always like to take a big picture approach, and I will say this. I say 
Look, for, for 40 years, the number of fouls called during, during a game has not changed drastically. It's been around 16 fouls a game. And if you think about 40 years ago, how many less fouls there were to call? You know, we didn't have defenseless player rules. You didn't have illegal contact. You didn't have helmet rules. And the officials are still in that 16 foul a game um, kind of spot. So, so I don't think it's an epidemic. I do think that there are going to be games like that where you want, um, you know, the, the play on the field to be the story and not the officials. And hopefully that, you know, with better communication and just, and just things going forward and, and just clearer messaging to the officials, you have less games like that. I was thinking maybe just get a party bus or something together, but that's probably a, well, a better always, answer. You know me. I'm always for the party <laughs> hey, those bus. are fun, man. We're going to get you on another one of those, team. <laughs> I mean, if every team had a party bus, you know, I could make the rounds. <laughs> hey, I had one question for you. It, this came up. Uh, a bunch of people were actually suggesting it last night online, and I know it's not, not anything out of your hands, but I wonder what your thoughts would be on making defensive holding not an automatic first down. Yeah, you know, it's it's a good question because what nothing is worse than third and 18 and you see a something that's ticky-tack and a, and a slight little grab and the quarterback gets sacked and now you got a first down. And and so the the competition committee has always looked at that and but you are you do you do worry about if it's not an automatic then on third and long um, you know, we're going to replay the down if there's a foul, but are you going to encourage defensive players to, to you know, play more aggressively and potentially try to get away with a hold? And I think that's that's the debate. And, and, yeah, I, so and I, it is a big penalty, but but always, you know, those rules are always going to lean toward the offense. And that's just yeah. that's just the way it is. Yeah, I get the deterrent factor on that. You know, it's sort of like the uh, the the Clay Matthews calls from earlier this year where, you know, landing with your body weight on it. We saw a ton of those early. And it seems yeah. like the defenders adjusted pretty well because I haven't seen that called in a while. Not frequently, anyways. Uh, it, it's like the defense figured out what they were doing with it. And I wonder if, if that's something that, that that they could do with defensive holding, too. I th- it feels like they met in the middle a little on that because I've seen some that I was like, ooh, early that would have been called. <laughs> and and I think it's – you're right, Riz, they're better. But uh, it's – Players it, do adjust. I think players do adjust when it comes to the safety stuff. That, that has always been my experience. It's – Defensive holding is it's it's a it's definitely a an, an interesting issue because there are some teams and some teams that have been very successful that that will say we're going to push the envelope and because the officials will they may call it once Seattle. they may call it twice but they're not going to call it five times in a row you know so so we're going to get away with something and and I think it's that automatic first down is a pretty big deal in that penalty that deters teams from just saying we're going to keep doing it. Sure, sure. Yeah, I'll buy that. That's a good answer. All right. I know, Dean, look, we ambushed you, and I, did, yes. I, I yeah, appreciate you Thanks for, thanks for amusing call. us. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to check really quick. Um, you know, we talk to people all the time about, you know, when they do their, their holiday shopping and just their general shopping, and we always tell them that they should go to Detroit Lions Podcast first before they go to Amazon and use the link there. That's what you do, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Detroit Lions Podcast link for for presents. Yeah, yeah that's my thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. okay, just making yeah. sure. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go on. I'm going to go check it out now, right after we're done. <laughs> You're the <laughs> best, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I'll talk to you in a couple hours, okay? All right. Thanks, All right. guys. See you, bud. Cheers. All right. Dean Blandino, man. What a, what a good sport, Dean. right? <laughs> I love that you can just like dial up Dean and he answers. Oh, he's, he's so cool. I, I, I look, I, we go back to this and we talk about it every time we talk to him, but I started the fire Blandino hashtag. Yes, right? you did. That's, that's actually how you and I hooked up the first time. 
well, not not in that way, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to rephrase? Phrasing, phrasing, phrasing. <laughs> and you've just offered me a hotel room for the Senior Bowl. Okay, what <laughs> did things get out of hand? <laughs> oh, no, no. If we, we went from there to talking to him, I, you know, been to LA a couple times. He's he's just such a great guy. He's he, been he on with really us a couple is. times. He talked to us this summer. He's he's been always willing to honestly answer things. That's mm-hmm. that's all you can ask for. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Absolutely. And he's accountable for everything he said and done. And and, and like even like I, I give him shit about the party bus. Right. And he's like, you can laugh about it, whatever. It was a bad moment. But so, yeah, Dean's we, and, and when we did our first interview with him, right, he went into depth on the whole thing. So um, he did. Speaking he, he, of Lions fans. Friends of Lions fans, we're looking for somebody who has a party bus. Dean and I, we're doing something oh. in Detroit. We need that Ooh. Lions bus. Please help us out, and we'll uh, we'll get started. So anyway, really quick, got to go back to Amazon, right? Because because everyone's getting their gifts. It's time. It's yes, time. You it is time. Two it, days it's, shipping. So it's what the fourteenth. You got eleven days left. You, if you'd want to avoid all this all the crap, you know, make sure that they get it. Yeah. That, that it's not sitting on their on their porch with like five other things that people are going to try to steal. Get it done now. <laughs> Dang straight, my friend. So uh, head on over to DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Click on the Amazon link. You can use the shop link as well, and, and that'll take you to any one of the places there. That you can click right out of there and go. No pop-ups, no funny stuff. They give us a kickback based on what you buy, and we appreciate every single one of you who use that link. It's a great way to help the show. Maybe drop a little gift our way during your gift-giving season. So thank you, everybody, and uh, thanks for listening to us read this shit all the time. It's <laughs> It's not like I, I enjoy doing that part of the show, but it is a necessity. You got to pay for all this crap. All right. So speaking of pay for it, can I just rub something in, Riz? My, 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 Probably. My, my, my real job. Today's a very special day. This was the last day of work for me for 2018. Oh. <laughs> and I was supposed to not go back till the, the 13th, but I had a, a, a run-in with my uh, supervisor who's a little panicky and shouldn't be, but whatever. So I have to go back on the 7th. But Now, between- now wait a minute. So today's the 14th. You were going to go back till the 13th? Yeah, yeah. I Good gonna, grief. They they give us I <laughs> so much vacation. We have two shutdowns. I've been there a long time. I've got a little over five weeks of vacation plus the normal holidays, wow. the whole thing. It's 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 a charmed life, right? But anyway, this is the time. Oh my now. God. I I'm lucky if I get ten hours off in a row at any point. I know. In football. <laughs> it's only because I've called you all the time. <laughs> but um with all that being said, being a special day and all that, um, we kind of want to look at. I forgot what my 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 segue was. So I was just bragging. Never mind. Just take it as a brag, folks. You know, <laughs> I'm off and you're not. Sorry. No. Oh, this is the time I get to really concentrate on the show and doing a lot of stuff in the background and some of the other stuff. So, um, anyway, let's talk about the game against Arizona really quick. This is a, thank you. We won. <laughs> that was yeah. a video moment. Um, thank God we won. Could you imagine losing to that team? Oh my God, they're terrible. They are. T- terrible yeah yeah oh yeah they're they're not good at all i want to give you a quick thing this is from javid sanders 44 in the subreddit of the 61 total plays run by the lions offense in that game 24 of them runs up the middle <laughs> and i know we complain about it but it's 40 percent of our offensive plays in that game were runs up the middle and I, I i do have to just because this is what i do i have to give credit to rb number 20 um, he says, I want to be mad at him, but I can't blame a guy named Cooter to always want to go up the middle. So that being said, what in the, we, we've talked about this in the last two quick takes episodes. It's about replacing JBC. It's talking about the, the offensive coordinator. This 40% of your, your calls are the exact same play risk. This is, this is well, unacceptable, right? 
Or absolutely, it is. Some of it is that okay. Legarrette Blunt comes into the game. He's your he's your lead running back right now. What does he do? He runs up the middle. He's not a threat to go off tackle. He's not going to bounce a run outside. He is he's between the tackles. He's that's that's what he does. You know he, that and. One of the problems that does that, and I actually did a piece on this for Alliance Wire this morning, shameless plug. Um, they they face he runs against an eight man box forty one percent of the time when he gets the ball. The only person that's higher than that is Royce Freeman, another overweight running back from Oregon, ironically enough. Um, but does he have a side girl who says his dick's just average? Oh, do we want to not talk about that? You already, <laughs> I'm trying, you already to, I'm trying to, to avoid that all you, day. You've, you've already had a Twitter run in with. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, pu- I published a mock draft today, so there's enough people that are wishing bad things to my genitalia. I don't need to talk about other people's genitalia, too. Okay, we can move. There's, we can move uh, yeah, but so when when Laguerre Blunt is your running back, what are you going to do? I mean, he's going to run up the, the middle. That's that's what you do. <laughs> Throw the ball. Now there there now obviously when you get to an eight man box, there should be an availability for some play action for some you know misdirection for some scheming deviousness that seems to be beyond Cooter. I'll give him a little bit of credit here in that they don't have the wide receivers that can pull those things off right now. When, when Bruce, when Bruce Ellington is the guy who gets open better than anybody else on your team. And and that's, that's true by the way. And that's while he's injured for the next game. He's yes, still going to be your best yeah, guy to get open be right? out for the Buffalo game and still probably more open than Kenny Galladay or Andy Jones or whoever else they figure out can, Try to run a route. And that's not a knock on Gall- Galladay, but Galladay works best with a cast of NFL caliber right. players. One, right? one of the things that you've seen is that Kenny Galladay is not a legit number one wide receiver yet. Yes, he could be in time. Perfect. He's not there yet. Um, that's that's one of the things that I've learned in the last few weeks. So there, there's opportunities there to take shots, but they don't necessarily have the personnel to take shots with. So I will defend Cooter a little bit on that, but at the same time, hey, how about a screen? How about a bubble screen? How about a tunnel screen? How about a draw play that goes outside? How about a jet sweep? How about how about a how about a how about, how about a, running it up the middle? <laughs> how about a full house fullback situation where you got three guys in the backfield and you run an option? How about um, throwing it to Stafford? Anything? How about anything? Anything? Any, try you got to throw it to Taylor Decker again. He looked pretty good doing that. He seemed to be. And this time, I bet he doesn't throw the ball in the stands afterward. <laughs> he might get that one back easier. Yeah. <laughs> there are things that can be done. You can play Zach Zenner more. You can play Zenner and Blunt together. Mm-hmm. And you know, hey, we're gonna run it down your throat. Defend this bitch, and they they don't do that. I love Zach Zenner. Yeah, no, he's it's it's yeah. absolutely the guy. He's. He had a great he had a great run in part because he is a, he has the ability to sell a head and shoulders fake that Legarrette Blunt he just doesn't he's like I'm I'm running at you tackle me yeah 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 and they do I'm going to give you a media <laughs> at two point nine yards per carry he has the lowest yards per carry of any back with at least eighty carries in the league I'm going to give you three hundred pounds the most mediocre dick you ever had and I'll see what happens yeah no that's uh, that's just the way it goes oh my god I can't believe that shit's in the headlines I just. <laughs> kills me it kills me. i actually i got an i got a note from my boss at usa today do not write about that i'm like thank you yeah yeah no thanks Neil. that gave you the out for sure hey speaking yes. about the the guys at lions wire you shameless plug i gotta tell you they write good stuff over there lions wire that, we try man yeah yeah i mean that, that schlick guy is really good i mean the rest of the staff i don't know but 
<laughs> Eric Schlitt is a godsend for me. He he and I do very good work, and we're it's interesting Wait, because see, now I, see everyone see how Riz just took the credit. He, he, no, no. <laughs> no, but see, we are coming up on draft season, and Eric and I have a lot of disagreements on on both where the Lions should look and at what prospects they should be looking at. Sure, sure. So we're gonna we're gonna have some uh, interesting online fights, um, and we'll fight. Oh, behind just don't you. don't don't plan them. Make them honest fights, okay? Oh, oh, heck yeah. Uh, we yeah. see too much of that where these guys are like, oh, and then we disagree. Check it out. You know, it's like, oh, we, we are they, not, they, they we are not Stephen A or we are not Skip and Shannon. Yeah, okay. Okay. Thank you. That's all. That's all. That's my, it's my advice to you, my yeah. friend. It's because it comes from a loving place. Yeah. The worst part of that would be, I would be Skip and that's, I really don't want to be Skip. <laughs> I see you more as a Shannon, but whatever. Uh, okay. So let's, uh, <laughs> Gotta get my jaw out. Um, talking about I lines. I have an overbite. I don't have an underbite like he does. Yeah, you can work on it. Maybe I can I'll pop you in the back. Never mind. Okay, Lions at the Bills. Uh, Matthew Stafford missed a press uh, outing to this week because he was being worked on. Um, what do we have? Is he going to make it this week? Is he going to play? He is questionable. Um, I, I think the de- injury designations came out like right before we get on, and I have not looked at it yet. I know that some people are out. He is not one of the listed out. He has a back problem. He doesn't have a Carson Wentz style back problem. No, Carson Wentz has a (laughs) Carson Wentz and the Eagles are sort of at war right now. If you believe certain sources about his back injury. Hmm. Um, Interesting that he's been hurt three times since Matthew Stafford has been hurt once. Uh Yeah. Uh Oh, this is this is okay. Yeah. So, so Stafford, it's his clear when he did his little scramble out to the right this week um, on the, on the third and four play where Kenny Galladay was blanketed and, and Andy Johnson and Bruce Ellington both fell down right, right. routes on the, on the shitty turf out in Arizona. God, that was awful. That was terrible field condition. That was horrible. And, and we haven't talked about it enough this week. I don't think anybody really has. It was like on that day. Everyone's like, wow, this is garbage. We should have played Mexico city. And then that was it. And it was just the, the new cycle ran on, but that was, it was, it was unacceptable. Yeah, That's absolutely. unacceptable. Well, hopefully we don't get that in Buffalo. It, if Buffalo gets the weather that they're supposed to get, it's only going to be like, it'll be like 35 degrees and rainy. So it won't be, you know, there's a potential for it to be torn up, but it's not going to be like super slick and snowy. Um, I mean, that was worse than mediocre. Be Oh, it was it was it was atrocious. It was awful, <laughs> egregious, mediocre. It has a whole new meaning. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Okay, so yeah. I, I can't <laughs> get, get off, off it. his D. I can't get off it, right? <laughs> she can. No, yeah, she did. <laughs> she. she oh. Anyway, no, no, no. Oh. It's like Just stop. You're, like you're making me with a laser, pass. right? I'm like a capital right. laser. <laughs> yes. So, so back to the bills. <laughs> okay. I've heard of him before. Matthew Stafford will play. I have very little doubt about that. But should he get injured, then we're dealing with the Matt Kessel situation. That's that's not going to. That's a straight win, right? Let's. I mean, let's face it. The Bills are. I mean, would you say the Bills are as bad as Arizona, or just in the same ballpark? Or offensively, they are. Well, it's weird because Josh Allen is the worst quarterback in the league. Um, and that, that aside from that being my opinion, it's also statistically true. He's last in quarterback rating. He's last in yards per attempt. He's last in completion percentage. He's last in, in touchdown interception ratio. But look at the surrounding cast. Right. I mean, Isaiah McKenzie and Zay Jones are his receivers. So that's, that's not very good. That's not any better than what Detroit has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Um, the, and he is their running back. He's he he is 
Believe it or not, he has broken Michael Vick's record for runs over oh. three games for a quarterback. He has the new NFL record. He beat Michael Vick's record. I, had, I hadn't heard that. I think it feels like that happened pretty quietly or with, it, not, without much fanfare, I guess. Well, it's be, in part because they keep losing. Um, <laughs> they've lost all those games. <laughs> yeah, Michael Vick was a winner there for a while, except yeah. in the dog fighting arena, but oh, it didn't yeah. work out for him. Well, some of those dogs were probably good. I don't know. Uh, he, but so Alan, he presents the, the threat of the run. He's really good at running around. This not is unscripted plays. Takes. I'm sorry. We just got to change this. <laughs> the flames under killing it, me. Dude. You're killing <laughs> me, Chris. So bad. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, so, so Alan is a threat because he is going to sit back there for 3.5 seconds, not look at any receivers. He's just going to stand there because that's mm-hmm. what he does. Mm-hmm. And then he will run. And he will run a lot, and he will be a problem if Jared Davis can't corral him. But that is their entire offense, is him either running or throwing the ball way the heck downfield and getting either a defensive holding or a pass interference call. And they might hit one 45-yard pass in the game. That, that's their offense. That's, that's what they do. They have no running back, so Sean McCoy's gone. He's out. Right. Uh, they, I don't even know who their backup is, to be honest with you. <laughs> I just watched one of their games, too, because it's all Josh Allen. He, he is as, as, they, as he runs. It's like runs, a wildcat offense, right? I mean, that's, that's flatly what it yeah, is. Yeah, it, it kind of is. It really is. So that's different than what the Lions have experienced. Last week, Josh Rosen wasn't very good. They didn't, they didn't know how to use David Johnson. They have offensive coordinator problems in Arizona, obviously. Um, they there's no David Johnson. There's no Larry Fitzgerald in this game. There's not even a J.J. Nelson in this game for Buffalo. Watching so, that game, I was worried Larry wasn't going to get that record this year. <laughs> I was, too. <laughs> it was so bad. You know, you know, you know what? I, I was happy that that happened and Lions fans got to see it. That's a class individual. Mm-hmm. That's a guy who has nothing but respect. If you heard after the game, he um, Tracy Walker gave a little quip where, where Larry Fitzgerald came up to him and was like, you covered me really nicely on that play, but next time, you know, use your left foot forward instead of your right foot because I was going to cut off of you. And it's like, he's giving advice to guys. <laughs> That's unbelievable to me. You can tell it's his last year, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, just he's all about the goodness of the game. Yeah. That's I, You have to appreciate that. That's Buffalo awesome. didn't have that. No. The problem, for, the problem for the Lions against Buffalo is their defense is really good. They give up fewer yards than any team in the league. Hmm. That's a problem for Detroit's offense. Bruce Ellington, out, out. Kerryanne Johnson, out, out. But we got LeGarrette Blunt. Rick Wagner, out. Mediocre meat. <laughs> he, he might get that 2.9 something today. <laughs> Sunday. Oh, uh, oh uh, some girls oh. like him that wide. There we go. I'm going to oh. take care of oh, that. <laughs> okay, go on, go on, go on. Who else is oh. out? Uh, uh, Charles Washington's out. That's actually big for our special teams. He's been very good. Backup safety. Who does that? And I think that's all that's out. I hope that's. I hope that's all that. Out. Oh my god, we're 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 dragging people now that we don't even know who the hell's on the roster. Yeah. If, when when Andy like I liked Andy Jones. I saw him in Texans camp. He's a great athlete. From what I've seen of him on the on the game tapes, he's probably not going to be in Detroit next year. Is probably right. the the nice way to say it, well, you, uh, but but he's trying. You I mean, know they, you're suffering trying. injuries. I mean, I, I would say middle of October. We all know. We all knew who the 53rd man on the roster was, and even last year, throughout the year, with uh, Quinn tinkering with the bottom of the roster all the time, you just knew who those people were. Right now, there's been so many injuries. You have no idea. 
I can't keep up with all the transactions. That's it's it's nuts, man. I can't. They're signing people to the practice squad, and I can't tell if they're like actually going to the the regular roster or what. They're I mean, high we, school prospects. Right, right, exactly. I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry, happy that we, you're not I'm happy that. that sorry. I'm happy that Leo Kolomatangi is up, and and you know I I think he deserves a shot, but. Mm-hmm. Um, he's your backup center, by the way, for those who don't know. Uh, and he might play because you never know what's going to happen in these games. It's, okay. And and Buffalo, you know, with, with the field the way it might be, it might be wet, might be cold, might be cramping. They're, we could see some of these guys play. That This is not going to be a pretty game. I expect 20 punts in this game, to be honest with you. I, I, I don't think either offense is going to have much success because keep in mind, the Lions, as much as we like to bag on them, their defense has been pretty darn good lately. Um, now, oh yeah, Deshaun Hand will be out. That's 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 problem. That's a big one. Yeah, that means more Ricky Jean Francois. Ricky Jean Francois is best used in small doses. Yeah, very very effective when he's a the fourth guy. When he's a third guy, that's yeah. Now, what's the over under in this game? Do you know off the top of your head? I believe it was forty five point five. Oh god, take the under, right? Oh I mean, hell yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Sure. I I would take the under at forty one. I don't think I don't think I don't think more than two touchdowns, two offensive touchdowns will be scored in this game. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. You're probably right. Yeah. Okay. So if if you're going if you're one of those people that you need to get Christmas shopping done and you're worried you're gonna miss a Lions game, do it at Detroit Lions Podcast. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously you need to go to the podcast and click on the Amazon link. Hey, if you're looking for SeatGeek, that's the place to go too. Oh, and I just yeah. use that, I use that to get some 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 nice nice tickets. Thank you, dude. I forgot to I forgot to mention that. You, you, you took the you took the torch. This is you guys. This is why Riz is a real friend. He he looks out for us. He's he's I, he's uh, he's more than a friend. He's I a lover. <laughs> I can't wait to share a room with you at the at the Senior Bowl, buddy. We're gonna we are gonna be escorted into have, and possibly not, out of that room. <laughs> you have not been to the Senior Bowl, have you? Not the Senior Bowl, no. Oh, you will have you will have a lot of fun at the weigh in when it's it's dudes in underwear and a thousand people in the stands watching dudes in underwear walk across the stage. It's, do I get to do that? Do I get to walk across the stage? Uh, no. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Well. No, that's that's the highlight of my week though is watching watching the reaction to the people. You know, oh my god, Mister Bad Tattoo. Hey, why does he have a hairy back? <laughs> hey, he doesn't just get out of the pool. Um, those, those, those Man, so much fun. over here on aisle four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seeing the guys. So. In, Oh, I'm I'm looking forward to that Shrine Game and Senior Bowl. I'm back this year, baby. Yeah, Shrine Game, dude. That you're just not by the the crib, right? I I will I will be. I'm spending a full. I fly in on Saturday and I fly out on Monday, so I will uh, the next the following Monday. So I will be there for a very long time. I've got a. I have, I have a lot of family in the Florida area, so I will be hanging with them as well, getting my gator on and stuff like that. I got a whole day planned. If you got one to spare, my friend, oh, we've got oh. some good stuff. It last year was nothing. We're gonna have a good good time this year. You, Excellent. We may have to put you on some couch space or something to. <laughs> <laughs> good times my friend good times all right uh with that let's talk about patreon really quick patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast head on over join the crew you get yourself uh as little as dollar a month donation uh you get access to the slack chat which is Grizz, tell me i'm wrong i'm and, and, and no bullshit right i'm not asking you to lie for me i mean you didn't lie on the other ads right <laughs> but <laughs> the 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 slack chat is probably the most intelligent lions conversation online wouldn't you say what I like is the fact that when people are negative in it, they're not like everybody in Allen Park needs to die and they need to burn it down and start over again. And we need we need to go smother Martha and, and start over and get fresh ownership. It's not that's 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 Twitter. That's really Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. God, oh, oh. yeah. The, the Slack chat is nothing like that. Like 
I, I will argue with people, and I don't argue too much in that, but there will be arguments that go on, and it's done from a point of we're talking, we're talking respectfully. We disagree on things, but we, we see one another's points, and we're not going to make it personal. And I, I, like that. I, lo- I like that, and I appreciate that very much because uh, that is not the way a lot of social media is these days yeah yeah so you know you can still be a patreon but don't come in and wreck it right <laughs> but join us patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast uh you get the slack chat we do a pre-show show for the the show during the middle of the week that case and i do and uh, that's that's a lot of fun you get to see some of the behind the scenes stuff and the setup and we have some kind of offhand cuff off the cuff remarks that we do as well so patreon.com slash detroit lions podcast.com get in join up and, and be a fan support the show help us do this thing and uh, on that Riz, again, I thank you for your time, man. We're going to c- close this show out. And uh, remember, use the comments in the sub to give us your feedback. Uh, we, we love Please your feedback. Too. Yeah, it's a great place to do it. And then use the the uh, iTunes uh, and uh, Google Play and Spotify to give us your five-star reviews. We love those. Those help us out. Help us move up those charts. Also, we're doing a post-game show this week. We don't miss that. That's a good one. It's a live show. You can call in. We can talk Lions. And uh, check us out on Facebook, where the chat is only the best. Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. Facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. And where all the action is. I mean, we're talking everything from head to toe, inside out, manscaping at DET Lions podcast on twitter det lions podcast it's the best place to see the riz case all of us with no pants yeah that's right baby all right give us a call on skype at detroit lions podcast all one word detroit lions podcast or on the lions line 929-33-LIONS 929-335-4667 leave a message get a chance to hear yourself on the show and be sure to go to detroit lions podcast.com subscribe to the podcast so we can come in your little box automatically Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast, your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection.